Good morning. I'm so glad to be with you guys online. Welcome. Welcome. I hope that you got a chance to listen to both Jeff and Doug's teachings, vision teachings, these past two Sundays. If not, you can check them out online. I was just so inspired by both teachings. And I think my overarching uh, outcome of listening to them was that I'm just so happy to be part of a church team. With all of you, with the leaders and the staff of Orchard Hill Church, and I was so excited and inspired to hear what we believe is God's vision for Orchard Hill Church for this next season of ministry. I was just excited to be on Team Orchard. We love being on teams, don't we, as humans? I've been watching uh, grade school kids go walk to my local uh, grade school, my neighborhood school, these past few mornings, and I thought there's just so much energy in them and in their parents. And it reminded me that when I, when I was in grade school, it reminded me how exciting it was to find out that my best friend was in my class or in my homeroom or on my same team. But I also remember how awful it felt when I found out that one of my friends or my best friend was on a different team or in a different homeroom. So kids, I just wanna say to you though, don't worry if that has happened to you this school year. I promise you, I promise you you will make and find new friends. Adults, we don't outgrow this, do we? We love to be in groups, on squads, on teams, with our besties. Why? Have you ever thought about that? For instance, why do we choose to be a part of a group of people who cheer for certain sports teams? Why do we get our hopes up every year? I know some of you right now, you have your hopes up this year that your team, that our team, this is the year we're going to be the winning team, right? This is going to be the season where everybody will finally realize how smart we are to cheer for our team, to wear our team's colors, to put their players' names on our backs, to scream our lungs out for them with hundreds or thousands of other humans. Why are some of us Cubs fans or some of us Cardinals fans? Why do some of us cheer for the Packers and some of us for the Bears? Why? Do some of us, I'm thinking about especially uh, college students this year, why are some of us huge UNI fans or Iowa or Iowa State? Why do we choose teams? I read this week a social scientist who actually studies human brains and connection, the way we connect with other people. And, and this, this social scientist said, being socially connected with other human beings is our brain's lifelong passion. Being socially connected, being on teams with other people is our brains, and I would add our souls, lifelong passion. Why do we choose teams? 
I think deep down, it is written into our DNA. You and I, all of us, are created in the image of God, and God exists in community, like in a team almost. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We talked about that all summer here at Orchard. So deep within all of us, there is this God-given drive to be connected in community. We feel better at a biological level. level. It's like wired into our bodies. We feel better when we connect it. We just do. God made us that way. And so groups and squads and teams create a sense in us that we are not alone, a sense that we belong, a sense that we're part of something bigger than ourselves. And this is really good. But we would have to be blind right now not to see that these teams, these groups that we belong to can so easily tip over into becoming toxic. You you see this just even like parents at youth baseball games. I saw some news this summer, fist fights over their six-year-old's baseball team. Teamship that just spirals down into hatred of the other, demonization of those on the other team. Like, Packer fans might not even seem human to those who worship the bear. Why does the simple act of joining one group start to mean that I'm automatically against the other group? Why does this kind of toxic us versus them mindset run rampant everywhere in all of us? Why do we see it in the church too? I mean, sometimes it just feels to me like the church is made up of just various groups of people who are all against each other over everything. And when church feels toxic in this way, please tell me I'm not the only one who feels like this. When church feels toxic, just like everything else, I want to pull the shades of my life and hang up the gone fishing sign. I just get tempted to give up on the community of Jesus. And I wonder if you do too. Here's the problem with that. I can't follow Jesus by myself. I have tried. And left to my own devices, I become a self-pitying, self-destructive, self-centered disaster. I need a team. I need you. I need the church. And you do too. So let's for a moment 
Just humor me here. Let's for a moment call the church Team Jesus. Okay? Team Jesus does not operate by the same principles as sports or college or political teams. When we try to do that is when we get into trouble. Team Jesus has one main operating principle given to us by our head coach or franchise owner, if I may. This is the one operating principle given to us by our head coach right here. Jesus said this to his closest disciples, his little squad, before he was going to the cross. He was letting them know what life for his followers was going to be all about. And this is what he said. He said, a new command I give you. Love one another. One command. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. If you love one another. You want to be recognized as part of Team Jesus? We wear one uniform. We have one play on the field. And we're called to run it over and over and over again. That uniform, that one play is love. Love like Jesus loved, as I have loved you. In that same way, Jesus says, so you must love. That's our one play, friends. And Doug said last week, if you heard him, love is not B-team stuff. Love is not the work of the feeder squad to the major leagues. Love is not scrub work. Love is world championship play, according to Jesus. It is the work of the church. Since the very beginning, God has been calling to himself a people, a team, whose sole purpose is not to dominate, it's not to stick up for itself, it's not to try to prove its superiority or gain political muscle, its job isn't to compete with other teams, it's not even to win. The one purpose of the people of God on this earth is to love to be blessed by God's presence and filled up with God's goodness, like Jeff talked about, in order to be a blessing to the world. Team Jesus exists to let everyone know that God is throwing an eternal party and that everyone is invited. Everyone. And the way God issues his invitation is through local teams, boots-on-the-ground teams of messy, broken, very human people like you and like me. God issues his invitation to his eternal party through the local church. Orchard Hill Church in, in the Cedar Valley, in Grundy County, in Waverly, We are a part of the church of Jesus. We are the A-team. We are it. We are God's best plan. I hope that makes you laugh out loud. 
I don't know why God chose to do it, but this is what he chose. And hear me so clearly. There is no perfect local church. There just isn't. So stop looking for it. Because you're not going to find it. And, and if you are searching for the perfect local church, while you're searching for what does not exist, you will miss what God is inviting you to be a part of right here, right now. A local church filled with broken, confused, fragile clay jars of people who, in spite of ourselves, God works through. This is it. And we exist not for ourselves, but for our neighbors, for the vulnerable, for the least, the left out, the last, the lost. We are called in our communities to be an outpost for the kingdom of Jesus, a kingdom of love in a world that seems bent on destruction. This is who Orchard Hill Church is going to be. This is who we were created to be. You and I were created for this by God. And when we do this, friends, when we gather in community and go out then to serve the world, God created us so that the reward pathways of our brain light up. When we do what Jesus told his followers to do, we get to feel deep down satisfaction. The kind of joy and goodness no other experience can provide. So we need your help to live out this vision. Please join us. A friend of mine reached out just a couple weeks ago after hearing Jeff's vision talk in which he challenged us to regather, to re-engage in community after a year of separation. And my friend said to me, I really feel compelled after listening to Jeff to, to re-engage with the church at Orchard Alice. But I have to be honest with you, I'm scared. And I said, what are you scared of? And this person said, I'm scared that if I reach out, if I, if I try to rejoin, no one will like me. And then this person said, most honest, I'm scared I'm gonna try and I'm either gonna be rejected or I won't find my people. Can you relate to that? I sure can. I mean, I feel that exact same way. I truly do. And this is what I told my friend, and I, I'm telling you all the same thing right now. All of you who uh, want to re-engage, those of you who've been engaging but are maybe feeling compelled by God to, to push in a little deeper to community, this is what I told my friend and this is what I'm telling you. First, no one can ever promise you that reaching out for community in Christ is without risk. There is great risk. Anything worthwhile usually comes with great risk.
Second, I will be your friend. So see, you already have one friend, right? So that's not so scary. Third, I told my friend and I will tell you, let's take this leap to re-engage together and eventually God will lead us to our people. I said to her, will it be easy? No. Will it be quick? No. Is it worth the risk? Unequivocally, yes. I need the church. You need the church. My friend needs the church. No matter how bruised and battered and broken the church sometimes appears, I need this local church, Orchard Hill Church, you and me and anyone else who chooses to gather with us, beggars, all of us, fragile jars of clay, all gathered around the throne of Jesus, filled with the goodness of God, inviting our neighbors to the party that will never end. That's the kind of team I want to be on. Don't you? Let's pray. God, I don't know why you choose to work through broken, fragile, messed up human beings like me and like my friends here, but you do. And so we want to be obedient to you, God. We want to trust you. And so I pray for all of us that we will take one next step to engage or re-engage with the community of Christ at Orchard Hill Church. And I ask God that you would help it be worth the risk, that you would help each one of us to engage with open hearts and open minds and open hands, and that in doing so, you would meet us in this, and that you would help us then to be so filled with the goodness that you offer us that it would just spill out of us into this world and that we would be able to share the good news of Jesus with the people around us because that is the kind of team you created us for. Amen.